Chuck Norris uses his shark cage when swimming in certain waters. The sharks feel safer in, inside it while he's exploring the sea bottom. <laughs> Chuck Norris has never been back to the drawing board. Any board that comes in contact with Chuck Norris is immediately broken. A G-dang blackface. What do you think? It's pretty stupid. Yeah. True. So, for those of you who have been living under, under a rock for the past month and a half, I'd say. Yeah, quite a while. Yeah, um... Trudeau has been accused of wearing blackface makeup, and it's a... It's apparently racist. Yeah, if you can see, if you could see my hands, I'd be saying it's racist. I'm doing the air quote thingies. Now, let me tell you something, sir. Or ma'am. It's 2019. Yes. Yeah, you gotta be friendly. I I think you gotta be friendly to a point. But, um, anyway. So... Th- these were from when he was younger, right? That's even now. That was making me yeah, mad. That, yeah. So, when Justin Trudeau was younger, he was accused. He um, there was they found pictures and videos of him wearing blackface makeup. Now I'm gonna tell you something. It's kind of stupid, you know, that you can't. So, what if my favorite character is John? Have you ever seen Shaft? Yeah. Uh, what if my favorite character was Shaft from that movie? And I could, and because I'm white as hell, I can't dress up <laughs> yeah, as him. That's just stupid. Yeah. So, I I think I think it's kind of stupid that you. Yeah. yeah. I'm not. I'm not defending. I'm not. No, I'm on, not like. I'm not being a, racist to like black people or nothing. I'm not, like, and I'm not on Justin Trudeau's side. Like, I'm not trying to defend yeah, him, yeah. but still, I'm just saying that. Really, it's kind of stupid. And I heard one person say, I'm "Not going to say who," but. They said it. It we can't dress up as uh, people from other cultures because be- it's racist. Because we're in because it's their culture and they have the right to have their culture. And well, uh, yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, okay, but still, have you ever heard? So there's a movie called White Chicks, and it's where two black guys dress up as two white Women. females. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and that movie's like critically acclaimed or something. Like, people liked it. And that wasn't considered racist. But is it because they're black? Like, it's just it's so stupid. I, I, don't, I don't know. People don't know how yeah. to handle stuff. Same with, like, apparently, like, baseball teams like the Cleveland Indians. Apparently it's racist. Man, really. People, people think it's racist, but it's really only racist to the people who think it's racist. Because yeah. there's a bunch of Native Americans that, um... You know that they're they're okay with it, and then, and then when they want when the, the Cleveland Indians when they want someone to get a home run they do the pretend to throw a tomahawk yeah. and the powwow singing and yeah. stuff, and people get offended by that. But but when really it's honoring their heritage, really it's their people aren't trying to do that to be yeah like disrespectful. Yeah, that's like showing pride. Like come yeah, on, man. I I if if people did that for like a white dude like for. Yeah, for like, for a team that was named after a white person, yeah, or like, white group of people, I'd be pretty honored if they did yeah, that. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be cool. pretty sick. Yeah, is that it? Sure. Okay, cool. Um, was what is our topic to? Oh, um, hello everyone. You just tuned into your favorite podcast, Phenomena Nations podcast. I'm your host, Max Pichette. The, this Phenomena Nations podcast is a podcast where we talk about the paranormal, unexplained movies pop culture, and everything else you want out of a podcast. 
I have a very special part-time co-host. <coughs> yep, Ethan Anderson. Mm-hmm. And so, today I'm, I got a couple of amazing true stories, and I'm going to read them, and we're going to discuss them. <laughs> now, I found I saw this really cool one at the back of the book. Okay, so this is a book, Ama- Amazing True Stories by Don L. Wolfson. And, um, do you want me, do you want to just get right into it? Sure. Okay, so the first one is called, well, it's called Football Game Won by Unconscious Player. It was November of 1923. The Texan, the Texas Christian University freshman team, that's a mouthful, was playing Terrell Prep. <laughs> TCU beat Terrell by a score of 63-0. to zero. <laughs> Sounds like a Rough Rider game. <laughs> However... They would have lost if they had not had the help of an unconscious player. TCU had only on, had only 20 players on its team. By the fourth quarter, many of them had been injured. Finally, with only a couple minutes left in the game, the coach looked around for a substitute, but there was no one left to send in. TCU had only 10 men on the field, but the rules say there must be 11. The, referee, the referees told the TCU coach that... His team would have to forfeit the game unless they had the right number of players. Just then, Ernest Lowry, who had been hurt on the opening kickoff, struggled in off a blanket and said, I'm alright, coach, I'll go in. But the effort to sit up was too much for the boy, and he passed out. Suddenly, the French coach had an idea. He placed Lowry's, Lowry's? Lowry's blanket on the field just in bounds and the unconscious boy had laid on it. He was far he was far away from any action, but he was a legal eleventh man. We were on defense, the coach explained, so so Lowry could be any place on the line of scrimmage. And he lay there during the final plays of the game. He gave us our eleventh man it's the only time an unconscious player ever won a football game. Sick. Yeah, man. I I wonder. So, does that happen? That that wouldn't happen today, right? They, probably they, not. They probably have some sort of rule. Well, there's like a lot more than like that many people on a team, I'm assuming. Yeah. I'm sure they'd have a lot more backup. Uh, ten people got injured in the four quarters. Yeah. So, really, that's, that's... That's a lot. Yeah, but that's 1929 football, too. They didn't have, yeah. like, all the all the stuff that we have now and rules and stuff, so... I don't know, that's kind of cool. And that's not something that can be disproven or paranormal. That's just pretty cool to know. Yeah, I was kind of thinking that he's going to, like, come alive or something, I don't know. Yeah, and then... Yeah. Yeah. So, want to hear another one? Sure. The $5,216 fine for an overdue book. It was a spring day in the year of 1984. 65-year-old Chet Hanchet quietly entered the Modesto High School library. Sheepishly, he made his way to the librarian's desk. I have a book to return, he said. I'm afraid it's a bit overdue. How many days, asked the woman. Not days, years. The, the said Mr. Hanchet, placing a copy of Robert Louis Stevenson's Kidnapped on the desk. 
The librarian opened the book. Good heavens, she said. The book was checked out in 1934. <laughs> That's 50 years ago. It's 50, it's 50 years overdue. Mr. Hanchet nodded. The librarian went to work with the pocket calculator. When it was all added up, the overdue fine came to $5,216. Then Mr. Hanchet... Mr. Hanchet then said he found the book high up on a shelf. He had no idea as to how it came to be there. Last person listed as having it was ch was a having it checked out was a high school friend. The librarian smiled. She told Mr. Hanchet to forget the fine and thanked him for returning the book. <laughs> so did you have to pay it? What? Ah, oh, man, I wish I could get off and not paying stuff. Maybe maybe I'll go to Walmart and I won't have to pay. Yeah, just take an Uno reverse yeah. card. Yeah. I want to do that, I actually. I want to try that, yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. I think I have Uno. Yeah. I got you, too. I'm going to go to the co-op tomorrow or something. No, I think I might be going to town tomorrow. I'm going to... Take I got, an Uno reverse card, you know. Yeah, I'm going to go to Valley Village to get some stuff for my costume. I need a, a wig and a sweater. And that's it, because uh, the guy is pretty plain from the, from Zombieland, Columbus. You you still haven't seen that movie? Nope. From the three times I've asked you today, <laughs> but um, I'm gonna be that guy. Pretty sick. Yeah, and he has curly hair, and um. You don't. I don't. I, I don't know if I'm going trick or treating or not. Oh, that's so gay. I know. I might. Like, I'll see. Not trick or treating. Can I go on a little tangent now? Sure. Okay, I want to save this for another episode for the beginning of a podcast, but this discussion has to happen now. How old is too old for trick-or-treating? That's what it is. That's that? Yeah, that's my gun. Huh. Don't try and divert the, the question. <laughs> no, Qu quit kicking the table. Oops, sorry, sorry. It, it, uh, it's, not, it's okay, it just makes a weird sound on the yeah, mic. Um, but how old is too old for trick-or-treating? What do you think? Fifteen? I say until until you like get dirty looks. Yeah. And after that I'd say it's kinda too old. Like when you can drive yourself, I feel I, like I think I I might stop when I'm sixteen. Yeah. Sixteen or seventeen. Because, you know, people are people stop because they think it's cool not to go trick or treating, but really it's kinda it, it, it's <laughs> retarded not to because yeah. then you get free candy. Free candy. And then you get to go walk around with your friends. Yeah. Yeah, you get to you get you work off some calories, and then you gain. I have gain, to drive, like, bro. I have to drive. I don't get to walk. Man, you should come to Meth. Insert town name here. Park with me. I know. So, like, you fill up your bag in like Couple. five minutes. I'm not even. Well, maybe, maybe twenty minutes, and that's. I think that's the longest I've gone without having Man, a full bag. I get like like three coolers broke by the end of the night. Yeah, but you gotta drive, man. Insert town name here. Kind of likes. Kind of likes gay. No, it's not. Okay, whatever, man. It's up. You do you, but. But seriously, man, it's all. And plus, I live out in the country, so you go, you go, you go trick or treating anywhere. I, I, I went trick or treating to our neighbors once, and we got to pick a full size. The chick had like a handful of full sizes, and we got to pick. Whichever, whatever one we want, it was awesome. Dope. Yeah. Um, so, you're not sure if you're going trick-or-treating this year? I don't know yet. I probably will. 
Okay, that's cool. Touching the mic. I think it's. I I think you should go trick or treating. I think it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you get to dress up whoever you want. Oh man, yeah. next year my costume's gonna be sweet. I'm actually making a machete for it. I'm, I'm being a. I should like dress up as like, like do some blackface. Yeah. That'd be funny. I'm gonna I'm gonna dress, dress up, up as, as like Pocahontas or something. Yeah, I'm gonna dress up as John Shaft. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm gonna bo- I'm gonna dress up as Pocahontas too. Show them. I should dress up as like who's black. Um, like not racist or nothing, but like uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Let me think. Um, Eddie Murphy, Kevin Hart. Yeah, I'll dress up as I Kevin sh- Hart. I'll be yeah, like the same height as the man. Same height, yeah, because you're short. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, that'd be cool. Show them. So show those teachers. Yeah, I'll go to school. Yeah. You wanna you wanna move on now? Sure. Okay. The book a book that foretold the future. In eighteen ninety eight, an English author named Morgan Robertson published a novel about a huge new ocean liner. The ship was far larger than any that had ever been built. The fictional characters on board were mostly the rich and famous. The ship set off on its voyage. Halfway across the Atlantic on a cold night in April, the make-believe ship hit an iceberg and sank. There, there was great loss of life. Robert, the, the make-believe ship hit the, a make-believe rock. This is this is uh this is the book. The, there is a book. That, and this chick's reading a book. Oh okay. Yeah, and uh, Robertson's book entitled Futility did not do well. Few people read it. Few. Few people even knew about it. Certainly not the owners of the White Star shipping line. Fourteen years later, after the publication of the book, White Star built what was then the largest ocean liner in the world. In nearly every way, it was almost exactly like the one in Roberts in Robertson's novel. Both were around eighteen eight hundred feet long and weighed between seventy and eighty sixteen seventy thousand tons. Both ver- vessels had multiple propellers and could make twenty-four to twenty-five knots. How 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 is how is how how fast is a knot? Probably not that fast. Hmm. Do you have do you have Wi-Fi in your phone? Oh, you're on the hotspot. Yeah. Yeah. Google how how fast is a knot. K N O T. I've always wondered this. Um, one one point eight five two kilometers per hour. So, so that's just about fifty k per hour. Yeah, that's not very fast <laughs> for a boat, but both could carry about three thousand people, and both had enough lifeboats for only a fraction of this number. But then, this was supposed to be, this was supposed to matter. This wasn't supposed to matter. Both ships were said to be unsinkable. Titanic? Yep. On April 10th, 1912, the real ship left England on her first voyage. On board were some of the most richest and most famous people in the world. On a cold April night, about halfway across the Atlantic, the ship struck an iceberg. With great loss of life, she sank. The real ship, of course, was the Titanic. As for the name of the imaginary ship, 
The author called it the tight. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Cheapskate. Mm, snappity chappity. Yeah. Oh my dear Jesus. What? Oh dear Jesus. Is that is that the one? Is that the one Jessica? chick? Yeah. What? Is that the the same chick on the boost? Yep. Oh, okay. Okay, let me wanna go on. Let, sure. let's, find a, let's find another one. Flipping pages. Let's talk about the longest painting. Oh wait, we didn't even discuss the last uh, the last story. Yeah. Want to discuss it? Yeah, it's kind of stupid that he made a book. Like yeah, oh the, the Titanic. The book. book came like twenty four years before too. And then it's kind of cool. Yeah, basically matched up perfectly almost. Yeah. Yeah. So you know. That's that, kind of that, weird, huh? Uh, that's a weird coincidence where he's a time traveler. Bro, do you know that, like, all the Sim, like the Simpsons predicted, yeah. like, Donald Trump becoming president and, like, all that? Yeah. It's pretty sick, eh? Simpsons is a cool show. I know. Have you ever seen the movie? No. Oh, I haven't. I've seen it, like, six times. It's huh. pretty, it's pretty okay. Pretty decent? Yeah. I've seen it too many times, and I think I like it a lot less now. Yeah. There's a, there's a couple movies that you could watch so many times and not get sick of it. Well, like, but, some of them you just watch, like, ten times and then... Yeah. Dumb and Dumber, I've seen, like, 40 times at least. And... Uh, Dumb and Dumber got old, like, the third time I watched it. Really? Yeah. I, that movie still hasn't gotten old for me. Um, I see that movie hasn't gotten old yet. Napoleon Dynamite hasn't gotten old yet. I think... I I like to watch movies multiple times, but then I'm afraid it'll ruin it. I've watched The Green Hornet multiple times, and that movie kind of got better and better because I got a I I got I picked out all the dirty jokes, <laughs> and um, you know, there's not too many. You have TikTok. I'm not gay. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it's kind of great though. Like, look at look at look at all these. Hey, give me a pic. Get, get a picture of me. There. Um, Look at all these like. Oh, don't swear. I said fu. Fudge. Does that count? That doesn't count. I didn't swear. You didn't swear. Just press on it. I wouldn't swear. That's a lie. Um. <laughs> is the Wi-Fi not working? Oh, there it is. Dude, TikTok's not even cool. Look at it, bro. TikTok's gay. Look it. And I'm not trying to be derogatory to gay people. I mean, you do you, but it's just... It's 2019. Leave oh, them alone. I, freedom of speech. I say pick a side. If that's, the, if that's the case. I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man. If I, want, God, if I want memes, I'll just go on to Reddit or something. Reddit's boring. Though. If I want memes, I'll go. I'll go if watch PewDiePie. If you want PewDiePie. memes, you go on TikTok. If you want, Fudge, why don't I do that? If you want, if you want memes, you go watch PewDiePie. Man, no. PewDiePie's great. He's the only. He, PewDiePie is like, look at this. Look at that. Look at this. Watch this, man. Why well, could watch that on TV? No, you can't. That's Fail Army. Oh yeah, yeah. 
See, look at. Man, I thought he oh got Oh my hit. god. I got some scary. Hey, did you ever watch any of those videos of the guys sitting on the drums, drum set stools? And then, and then it like goes up his butt. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. funny as hell. Who's that? I, don't know. I think that's Samantha B. You can see that's yeah. a big dip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can see that's a big dip. A big dip. That's a good thing. She meant to say dip. <laughs> oh no, that's a weather lady. That's hilarious, actually. Like, look here, bro. Oh, this is gay. I don't like that one. Normal people in gym class. I am I normal? Put. No people in gym class like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the soccer kids. <laughs> That's so funny. Dude, Man, it's actually kind of funny. Yeah, exactly, bro. No, I'm still not. Man, we just like abandoned the body. <laughs> yeah, we we do. But really, I um. I'm really, I, I'm very against social media. What? Go follow Phenomena Nations on Snapchat. <laughs> what? I'm serious. Like, I have the Snapchat. I, I got a Phenomena Nations Snapchat. Oh, thanks, baby. Yeah, right. man. If you listen to the podcast, you're automatically allowed in. You just gotta add me, though. Just, you know. I don't like to add. I, 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 I can't. I don't like social me medias. Why? Cuz social media is like Damn it, weren't you paying attention in health class? That's the that's the reason why people have negative body images. Oh, what? I don't have a negative body image. Look at me. I don't have, I don't have a negative body image. I just don't I just don't like to change like I change in the in the change rooms at school because I just don't like changing in front of the other guys cuz that's just kind of weird. I like changing. You like changing in front of other guys? No, no but like, I, I don't care, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you said the bad words. But it said it, I didn't. She's been acting kind of goofy lately. So you take her back to your room and hit her. you What's PewDiePie though? Man. That's boring. That yeah, that's pretty boring. What is this? <laughs> I wish they could see these, bro. Man. <laughs> Massive head. <laughs> My is mega mind. Mr. Beast. Wait, you guys okay with it? I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just turn it up. Yeah, yeah. Chandler, can I come in? Dude, we hit a mill on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, he's just dead. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's getting it. Cause it's a dog. Oh boy, finna get it, dick. It's October. You know what that means? Ladies and gentlemen, not only is it spooky season, but it's slap ass month. <laughs> As you can see, the whole month, anyone can smack your ass. 
No ass is safe. Not even this little minion ass. Not, no ass is safe. It's a balls on fire. Set my balls on fire. I don't feel like shaving. So delicate, I can't be razor blading. Like a baby's butt. Oh my god. Man. We had a podcast to do. Okay, okay, okay. God. <laughs> we'll watch them later. We'll watch them later. We'll watch some TikToks later. Man, I can't. I, yeah, I gotta take a dump. Okay, we'll, we'll 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 wrap it up. Yeah, I I, I like I'm 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 yeah. Goodbye. Bye podcast. Bye podcast. Later, I'll finish this off by myself. Later, what? Later, kids. Close the door. Thank you. I'm sorry about that. I should probably cut some of that out, but I'm not probably not gonna. It's just <clears throat> social media sucks, and it's. I'm sorry that we got off track so bad. Um, but I just think that social media is such a bad thing because so many people have negative body images now. And I'm not trying to be like a little wussy, but if you've listened to some of my other podcasts, I'm adamantly against um social media for the most part, anyway. But if you guys want to go follow me on Snapchat, um, it, only positive stuff. I mean, really, if you're trying to bully someone on my chat, on the Snappity Chappities, I'm actually going to kick you out. <coughs> and you know how I said I, I like all my listeners? If, you're, if, if I have to kick you out of my Snapchat group, then I don't like you anymore. So, anyway, sorry we got so off track, but some of them were pretty funny, actually. Um, yeah, so I, I'm sorry, I'm just adamantly against social media, except for, like, if you guys are gonna come talk to me on the Snappity Chappities. Um, yeah, so, I guess we, I should keep going on the, po- on the podcast, so, yeah. In the, ni- uh, the, lo- the longest painting, it's called. In the 19th century, artist Jean Banvard decided to do a painting of the Mississippi River, the result was not something you could hang on your wall. It was three miles long. Banvard worked for years on the painting. In 1945, it was finally finished and put on display in Louisville, Kentucky. It was exhibited like a giant scroll, showing scenes from along the Mississippi. It was unrolled from one huge spindle to another. Banvard took his painting on tour throughout the United States and England. It is said that he that it was n- not an especially good painting, but people enjoyed it. The tours made Bunvard a small fortune. When the artist died, the painting was cut into sections. For many years, parts of it were used as backdrops in theaters. Oh, that's cool. Now, <clears throat> now this one's that I thought that was pretty cool. Um, that I've been reading ones that can't be proven and are real, so. I'm going to read you something that could, that that's a bit um, unsolvable, kind of paranormal-ish. <laughs> Into thin air, it's called. It was the morning of September 23rd, 1880. On a small farm in Tennessee, Tennessee, David Lang and his wife were sitting on their porch. Their two children, George, 8, and Sarah, 11, were playing in the yard. David Lang had spotted two friends 
driving towards the farm in a buggy. He waved and headed across the field to, the, to greet them. Suddenly, he looked back at his family. Something was wrong. He seemed confused and in pain. Then, that's when it happened. Standing in the middle of an open field, David Lang vanished into thin air. His family and two friends rushed to the spot. They thought perhaps he had fallen into a hole or a crack in the ground. But there was none. The spot was nothing but flat, solid land. Sobbing and screaming, Mrs. Lang was led back to the house. The sheriff came, neighbors came, dozens of, of people searched the field and nearby land. Even scientists were called in. They studied the area but could not find but could find nothing to explain what had happened. David Lang was simply gone for months and, and for months the search went on. Curiosity seekers came to dock gawk gawk. All the all the Lang servants and farmhands quit in fear. When spring came, another strange thing happened. The grass in, in the spot where Lang had disappeared grew into a small circle of green. Small, into a small tall circle of green. The farm animals were afraid afraid of the place. Not one of them would enter the circle. <clears throat> one day in August eighteen eighty one, Lang's two children approached the circle of high grass. Sarah called out. Father, where are you? There was no answer. She repeated the question several more times. They were about to walk away. Um, where was I? Hey, I'm not done yet. <coughs> Hi, podcast. Hi, podcast. Um, where was I? She repeated oh, Max, the question. Max, just wait. Okay. While I was on the toilet, watch this. This man is a big brain. Whoa! Yeah. Giant brain. Giant brain. Like, absolutely. Okay, okay, you, you finish that. Okay. You finish that. Um, she repeated the question several more times. They were about to walk away. Suddenly, they heard a faint cry. It was a cry for help that came from nowhere. Quickly, the children ran and got their mother. She returned with them to the spot. Mrs. Lang called out as the children had called out as the children had done. Her husband answered. For several days, the family returned. Each day, when they called, the answering voice became weaker. Finally, there was no answer at all. More than a hundred years passed. Still, the mystery goes on. What happened to David? To David Lang? People have come to, up with many ideas. Some believe he went into another dimension. Others think he was picked up by a UFO, invisible to the human eye. No one knows. No one really knows how or why David Lang walked into a field one day and disappeared forever off the face of the earth. <coughs> okay, so what you missed was a guy disappeared. Like, just... Just, just in a and, thinner? And four people saw it, too. Like, at, well, at least four people. Like, if, if not more. Six. Yeah, so, and they and they never found out more than a hundred years later, so. That's whack. Yeah, man, it's crazy. So, that's a thing. Mate, and so, what do you think, what do you think could ha- could have happened? Um, portal to uh-huh. another dimension, some sort yeah, of UFO? Maybe, they, maybe, like, you just, like, fell into the ground. They checked. To a hole. They oh. checked the hole. They checked for holes. There was no, there was no holes, and, um... 
But then, I don't know then. Yeah, I don't know either. Maybe there's some sort of wormhole, because there's, yeah. there's probably some sort of parallel universe out there. Because, you know, um, and I'm guessing some sort of invisibility to the human eye. Because, you know, the human eye can only pick up so many different uh, colors and waves and stuff. Yeah. We can pick up most color waves and, you know, stuff like that. But, um, we can't pick up UV rays, X-rays, stuff like that. Maybe, I'm guessing, I, I'm not, I haven't done my research, but I'm thinking there's some sort, I'm guessing there's, like, some sort of portal. And I know that sounds, like, really kind of stupid, yeah. but some sort of portal uh, with some sort of ray that we can't see. Because, nope, the animals were afraid to even go there, so, no. Now, do you think we should... We should end end it there. I don't know. Probably. Okay. One more. One more. Law going nowhere. In 1971, the town's le the town leaders of Harbor Swing Springs, Michigan, voted to lower the age for cab drivers. The age requirement was dropped from 21 to 18. Many people were upset by the law, but not because younger people would be able to drive cabs. It's the silliest thing I've ever heard of, said one man. The law just doesn't make any sense. He was right. Lowering the age for taxi drivers made no sense at all. Why? For the simplest reason that Harbor Springs lacked something. Didn't have any taxi taxis. Not one. Sounds like something someone would do. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's stupid. <coughs> so... But I guess that's I guess that's the end of the podcast. Unless there's anything else you want to talk about. Not really. Not really. Okay. Um. I, I, there's one thing I'd like to mention. If there's anyone listening that can do something about this, or like even even just people that want to get a laugh, we have air conditioning in our gym that they that the school spent thousands of dollars on. I don't know how many thousands, but I know it was thousands. It was, yeah. Because that that's that stuff's not cheap, but they don't use it. And when and when they need to cool the gym down, they use the fans that don't even that don't even cool anything down. Yeah, I know. They paid so much money for everything. like they used to until the gym burnt. Yeah, and then then they got like the brand new everything, and, and they don't, don't even use, use, it. use it. Yeah, it's stupid. Stupid. Like, and it's like a good air conditioning. Yeah, like, it's sweet. It's massive, freaking. Yeah, but. Uh, they're saving the cold for winter, you know. Yes. Yeah, Cli- so climate stupid. Control, control. Yep. Anyway, uh, thank you for listening to Phenomena Nation's podcast. Um, check out the. Come follow me on Snapchat, RockGod0412. My name shows up as PN Pop, Max Pichette PN. Um, get me up to four thousand plays. Bonus episode forty five. Hundred bonus episode, fifty five hundred. Um, a video episode, six thousand. I'll release Patreon, and what's Patreon? You don't know what a Patreon is? It's like mo- most podcasts do it with like an extra episode a month or something, and oh. like and you can. It's like where people pay for for like a monthly subscription and they get like a postcard or something or whatever. I see. Whatever people want to do. I listen. I I watch a. On YouTube, I watch Stevie T, and 
he, uh, on his Patreon, you can find his original music, like, tabs and stuff where you can't find anywhere else. Yeah, so, I think that's it. And, uh, buy Phenomena Nation's merch if you want any, just email me. And, is anything else? No. Alright. Later, haters. Later. Um, peace out, Brussels sprouts.